the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Yes, indeed. And hour number two is underway at nine minutes past 10 o'clock. Thanks for joining us on this free for all Friday edition in which we truly are free for all calls. Guest free today as planned. Packed a lot of good guests into the first four days of this week so that you can have this day to yourself. It is the 10th morning of the fifth month of the year of our Lord 2019. I am going to share with you the Charlie Kirk explanation that I discussed in the first half hour of the program. I think that the uh, headline uh, on this story is very accurate as it describes it as the best explanation of the Russia hoax available on the Internet. It's a really, really great piece from Charlie Kirk answering a question at a, at a um, Turning Point USA function, and it really kind of lays it all out from beginning to end, from the, the birth of the dirty dossier to the clearing of President Trump and his team from by the Mueller report to the ongoing attempts to impeach anyway because the Democrats have nothing else to go by. They have nothing else they can run on to beat President Trump, so they just continue their impeachment intentions. So I'll take your phone calls at 216-901-0945, And once again, just, just to kind of, if you missed this at the top of the show, first of all, why? That's not cool. You should listen to the entire two hours. Second of all, I do want to hook you up anyway, though. Hank Johnson may be one of the dumbest people ever to occupy a seat in the United States Congress. Let the cat out of the bag at the committee hearing on Wednesday, saying, you know, how are we supposed to impeach the president if we don't have this document? That's what we're here for. That's our job, is to impeach the president. We can't do it. How can we impeach without getting the documents? So we must get this document. <laughs> I, it's just so funny. I mean, just to hear somebody so so just categorically stupid, uh, rather than doing what the rest of them do, which is couch it is, weird, do we just want this document unredacted for the purposes of investigation? It's our responsibility to provide oversight. And if everything is on the up and up, then we're good. We'll just move on. This guy says, no, we're not ready to investigate and look to see if things are on the up and up. We want to impeach him, and we need the document to do the impeachment. He just laid it all out there. 
That, of course, is uh, talking about Hank Johnson. That, of course, is Representative Guam. No, he doesn't represent Guam, truthfully. He represents Georgia, 4th District of Georgia. And he's been there for, what, a better part of two decades. Because it was way back in 2006 that he earned the nickname Representative Guam. I don't know how many square miles that that is. Do you happen to know? I don't have that uh, figure with me, sir. I can certainly supply it to you if you'd like. Yeah, my my fear is that uh, the whole island will uh, become so overly populated that it will tip over and uh, and capsize. Oh, good times, good times. Jim is in uh, West Park. You're on AM 1420, The Answer. Hi, Jim, go ahead. Yeah, this morning, uh, the first hour really backs up what I told you before. If we get Joe Biden, we have a lot more problems than a deep state coup d'etat. I was listening to the graveyard shift, and Dr. Wallach was saying that there is... uh, a, a, a mineral deficiency in a lot of people. We're not getting something is missing out of their house, and you can you can correct that with a hair analysis or a, a you know a dollar fifty uh, drugstore strip to find out what you're missing, whether it be lithium or copper or whatever in your your little brain there. And I know I can go from a altar boy to an absolute raving lunatic in a second. Okay. Now, these Democrats, uh, they, cha- they like to change the definition of words and lies and slander when to become unadulterated rhetoric, question? And then uh, Hugh said the other morning, oh, we're in the process of Olympic competition and crazy. <laughs> so I-, I can't find this act for America. I- I'm trying to... Get- I can't use a computer. If you had a phone number or something, I could call to get in line and get a... No, they, they don't do that, Jim. Actually, it's just an email address. you got to email info at actcleveland.org if you want to go to an act for America meeting. Actcleveland.org. Yeah, okay. info at actcleveland.org is the only way you can do that is to send an email, Jim. Thanks very much for the phone call. This is what happens. This is what you get. It's open lines, uh, free for all Friday. Dave in Lakewood, you're on AM 1420, The Answer. Hi, Dave. Go ahead. Uh, this is a different subject. As far as women in sports, I enjoy women in sports. However, I'm old-fashioned. One thing that sickens my stomach, and I wish they would stop insulting my stomach, my TV, I don't like to see women wrestling and women boxing and bloodying themselves. If anybody ever watched Blue Bloods and see that gorgeous girl that used to be Brady's girlfriend, I could look at her all day. I don't want to see women bloodying each other like a couple of guys out in the street. So what I'm saying, God love women for sports, but don't have them out fighting. And I said I, I don't want to get worried. You know what I'm trying to say. I, I do, Dave, and I'll say this. And thanks for the call. I, um, I'm not a big fan of female boxing or um, MMA either. MMA is a mixed martial arts fighting, which is you know the octagon where it's you know it's it's everything. It's boxing, it's kicking, it's wrestling, it's submissions, and so on and so forth. I'm not a big fan of it either. Uh, but I am I am a fan of the opportunity for them to do it because that's what equality is, right? That's what it means. You know, I believe in old-fashioned traits of masculinity and femininity. I do. I believe in masculinism and feminism. I really do. 
Um, I believe in chivalry, and I believe women shouldn't be fighting like men. It's a male thing. It's why the male body is built the way that it is, and it's why we have the physical uh, size uh, and and uh, and advantages that we do. It's primarily so that women don't have to do that. So, yeah, it's a little bit counterintuitive to me to see women fighting in such ways, like you said, blooding each other. And uh, But I am pro-equality. So if they want to do it, I just i am not going to watch it. Bottom line, you know. They want to fight. That's the that's the nature of full equality. If they want to be, have enge, engage in fighting sports, that is their that is their right to do. And I will not try to infringe upon it. I just probably change the channel if it comes on because I agree. I don't really necessarily get comfortable watching uh, women, uh, uh, you know, fighting like men, which is the best way to describe it. TJ, go ahead. You're on the air. Yeah. Hi, Bob. You know, Bob, I went through a pretty extensive program at the VA years ago for PTSD, mm-hmm. and I'm going to tell you. These psychiatric people I discovered were more screwed up than me in a lot of cases. You know, I remember I had the one wrote down, I was a germaphobic. And when I confronted her, I says, you know, look, honey, I'm not a germaphobic. I says, don't you realize I lived in a foxhole for a year? I wasn't afraid of dirt. Dirt actually was one of my best friends. The only time I felt safe was when I was hunkered down in my dirty hole. These people are wackier than the people that they're trying to help. You know, I talked to a woman one time, you know, and I should maybe be more compassionate, you know, with people that have these uh, delusions. Yeah. I talked to a woman once at work, and she was convinced, totally convinced she was abducted by an alien and all this stuff they did to her. And, you know, I told her, I says, look, I says, if you use some common sense, I says, I realize one thing, intergalactic travel, they said even the speed of light is too slow. So if this alien is that advanced and they figured out how to, travel faster than the speed of light they came all the way here with only one thing on their mind to abduct you and give you an intergalactic enema (laughs) i mean this stuff is ridiculous and these psychiatric people encourage it i've always said it the problem in this country too many lawyers too many psychiatric professionals well i will say this i'll go back to what uh one of the first things you said tj thanks for the call uh about this you know, and you said you have compassion for these people. You know, the only people who really have compassion for people with psychological delusions, including split personality, multiple personality, gender dysphoria. They don't know what they are. They think they're six people. Uh, they think they're two people. Uh, they think they're, uh, you know, the opposite sex. Uh, the only people who truly have compassion for them are the ones that are described as the haters of them. The ones who are called transphobic and homophobic um, are the ones who actually show compassion for them because we are the ones who suggest that they be treated for the psychological disorder that they have. Um, That's the, the irony of the whole thing. To not show compassion for these people is to encourage their delusions, to tell somebody who thinks they're six people, yep, you sure are. You look just like Steve now, and ten minutes from now, you look exactly like like uh, like like Susan. Uh, that's terrific. And you know what? You really do look like Uncle Joe now. Uh, you no, we don't do that. We don't tell them that we agree with their psychological uh, uh, problems, with their delusions. We don't tell them that. We say we really need to get you some help. You're only one human being. You are here. This is who you are. This is who you were born. You have a mental problem that needs to be addressed with psychological or psychiatric professionals. That's what we would tell them because we're compassionate for them. And the same thing is true with those with gender dysphoria. There cannot be any other um, 
there cannot be any other answer to that question. When one is born with chromosomes and human anatomy that dictate the sex that they are, that is what they are. And any mental problem that one has with that is indeed a psychological delusion. Yes, I can look down. I always tell people, when you're not sure if you're, if you're one of these confused people, look down, pull the waistband of your underwear out, and look down. If you see something, you, you have your answer. You know what you are. So if you have, seriously, the physical, human, anatomical genitalia of a man and the XY chromosomes, anything that you think mentally is now a psych- uh, di- different from that is now a psychological delusion. It's dysphoria, gender dysphoria. If you look down and you don't see anything, you see the absence of something, you now have female genitalia, and if you are the XX, I mean, it's science. And if you think differently than what you physically, biologically, and anatomically are, then you have a, you have a serious psychological disorder that should be treated, not encouraged, not normalized. It's a problem. And it can put a lot of other people in serious jeopardy. 1020, uh, I do want to get Charlie Kirk's commentary to you because I keep promising it, but I also see the phone line still ringing, so we'll get to your phone calls. I want to play that for you to update you on where we are in Capitol Hill as well on AM 1420. The end. Hi, friends. It's Christine with a great deal just in time for the warm weather. Get a family fun pack for African Safari Wildlife Park to feed the buffalo, giraffe, and more. Get to NortheastOhioDeals.com and save now. Northeast Ohio Deals. Savings at your fingertips. All right, 1024. Listen, I know there's a lot of people on hold, but I'm really going to beg your indulgence here, okay? I want you to sit for just a few minutes. Um, I've, I've got to play this because I've been talking about it. The, uh, the left, the Democrats, Jerry Nadler, Nancy Pelosi, and the rest of them have declared that we now have a constitutional crisis on our hands because President Trump, uh, has used executive privilege to make sure that the, to make sure that the, um, uh, Mueller report, unredacted, does not get released to the Democrats who are probably going to leak it. It's just what they do. Um, but uh, also, Attorney General William Barr has refused to uh, turn that over as well. And the left is calling this a, constitu- a constitutional crisis. I think it's extraordinarily important that we listen to uh, this this answer given by Charlie Kirk, who runs Turning Point USA. This is just a very, very uh, fantastic answer to how we got where we are. You know, it started, of course, with, the, and I'll let him tell the story, but it started, of course, with the, the dirty dossier, right? Uh, it, it led its way to the FISA court. It led its way to spying on the Trump campaign, and that led its way, of course, to the uh, Mueller report. Uh, to the Mueller team being named, rather, uh, to, um, uh, to um, uh, investigate Donald Trump and potential ties to the Russian government. So the best explanation of this entire thing, I think, has been uh, provided by Charlie Kirk of Turning Point USA. It's going to take us to the 1030 News. I'll get back to your phone calls right after this. Please listen. I think it's worth our time. About 30 indictments, a couple convictions. What specifically about it was a waste of time to you? Okay, you know, criminals were exposed. No heckling, no heckling. A court determined that a 
criminals so, were exposed. So, do you so. Know, what was the basis of the original Russia intelligence investigation in the FBI? Right. So, from what I understand, my understanding was that the investigation was opened up to basically understand all the different ways that the Russian Federation has colluded. So what was the, the piece elections? of intelligence that began the surveillance or the spying, whatever you want to call it, of the Trump campaign? No idea. Okay, but, so yeah. it, it was a dossier right. that was funded by the Democrat National Committee and the Hillary Clinton campaign, constructed by an opposition research firm called Fusion GPS. We have, we, the dossier has been disproven and debunked to have so many inaccuracies and misleading facts and information. So that was put in, for, in, for, in front of a FISA judge. For those of you that don't know what a FISA judge is, that is giving permission for the United States government to surveil its own citizens. Now, there were three members of the Trump campaign that were former individuals at highest level of national security. Chris Christie, Rudy Giuliani, and Lieutenant General Michael Flynn. If the FBI was actually worried about Russia interference, they could have approached Chris Christie, who was a U.S. attorney, Mayor Giuliani, who was a former U.S. attorney, or Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, who held the highest level of security clearance at the highest level of the military, saying, hey, we're worried about Russia interference in your election. We're worried about this Manafort guy. They never did that. Instead, they illegally surveilled and spied on the Trump campaign. So fast forward to April, fast forward to April or May, where the actual Mueller investigation began. Andrew McCabe said it himself that his own internal workings towards getting, getting eventual you know, triggering of the Mueller investigation was based on the phony intelligence of Fusion GPS and based on, the Fusion, and based on this investigation. But you said 30 indictments. Let's break this down. Who is indicted? Paul Manafort is going to prison, not for Russia interference, my friend. Yeah, for tax fraud, yeah. Right, right, tax fraud, wire fraud, and unregistered yeah. foreign lobbying for Ukraine, not even for, for Russia. Lieutenant, right, that's kind of Ukraine and Russia there. There's a little bit of a... War? Well, there's a war. The war, yes, but like, yeah. keep in mind, yeah. I mean, saying that no, it's that's not, a, it, as, as a fair point, I think, you know, not I, to say I, that there isn't a I, connection. I can see where you're coming from there. Yeah, yeah I understand. There's a lot of cross-nationality. That there. is really tough to... Sure. Yeah. So the second, the second major indictment was George Papadopoulos, yep. who lied under oath to the FBI. No Russian interference, no Russian connection. Okay. Also, the third, which is the most famous, is Lieutenant, Gen Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, who, again, is indicted for a process crime and was indicted not for Russian collusion, but for not filling out his paperwork properly for the incoming president to become National Security Advis Council advisor for unregistered foreign, foreign lobbying for the Turkish government. Okay? The fourth person who was indicted was the former attorney to the president, Michael Cohen, who we have on the record now lying at least 15 times to Congress under two separate testimonies. Now, he was not indicted for Russian collusion. He was not indicted for interference. He was indicted for tax medallion fraud, tax fraud, and wire fraud. Now, those are the four Americans so far. There might be more. There probably won't be. Actually, the fifth. I'm sorry. There was a fifth. Obama's White House counsel was just recently indicted. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. I'm sorry, in the last week yep. for unregistered foreign lobbying, taking a $4 million wire transfer that was laundered through Cyprus for, again, with Paul Manafort essentially being the lawyer on file. His, his criminal trial is still pending. Yep. He has pleaded innocent. Those are the five major Americans. Now, you said 30 indictments. The rest of them yep. are foreign yep. Russian citizens that we could indict the entire country of Russia for essentially colluding against America because every day they're exercise, they're, they're a, the whole country is registered as a foreign adversary. So we just picked 25 people that were running Russian troll farms. Now, the five things that I told you could have been done with, it, with just telling the Department of Justice to do their job.
Yeah. Bob Mueller was not needed for $30 million creating a public assassination campaign against a president that was originally based on faulty intelligence. And so, you, see, you know, I think you and I can agree that doing that for two years and exacerbating this Russian narrative where Congressman Adam Schiff, chairman of the House Intelligence Committee now said, there has yet to be released evidence that is material of Russian collusion against the Trump campaign. We're still waiting for that, what that is. There are 1,800 articles amongst the four major newspapers in America, USA Today, the Washington Post, the LA Times, and the New York Times, 1,800 articles alluding or directly connecting Donald Trump and the Trump campaign to, to committing treason with a foreign adversary. You've got to ask the question, is there, was it really necessary to hijack our whole public narrative for two years using $30 million of U.S. taxpayer to go after five people, none of which committed Russian collusion at all, instead had their own personal crimes that they committed? I believe it was a public assassination campaign that we paid for that now Donald Trump has rose up against and has triumphed Back after this. Ten thirty-seven. We continue on AM fourteen twenty. The answer. Thanks for joining us uh, for the Bob France Thirty. It's a free for all Friday. I'm going to go uh, right to the uh, end of the program with all of your phone calls here, as I promised I would. I just got a text message from my friend Jeff Malik, who runs the uh, uh, Medina County Conservative Coalition. Says I just got in my car and heard the last part of audio of a guy talking about the thirty million dollar assassination campaign. Who was the man that was speaking? And so, if you just turned it on like Jeff did in the middle of that piece that I played before the bottom of the hour. I will tell you, that's Charlie Kirk, who is the uh, founder and uh, president of Turning Point USA. He was at a Turning Point USA event being questioned by a bunch of little liberal students who were trying to say that the Trump campaign did collude with Russia, etc., etc., etc. He laid it all out from the founding of the Dirty Dossier through uh, where we are today. By the way, speaking of that dossier, there's another great piece... And I'll use this just to kind of uh, get you to take a look at my Facebook and my Twitter feeds so that you can read these. There's another really great piece uh, about the, the the dirty dossier, its history and, and its inaccuracies and all of the facts that we now know about it uh, that I've tweeted and Facebook posted. And I'll have to do that again for you at France Radio on Twitter and Facebook. France Radio, F-R-A-N-T-Z Radio. There is a really, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's uh, from the Hill, believe it or not. It's from the Hill. FBI's Steele story, Christopher Steele, of course, who's responsible for the dirty dossier, falls apart. False intelligence and media contacts were flagged even before the FISA uh, court got that story and got that dossier, which they then used to essentially uh, spy on the Trump campaign. So uh, that information is, is important for you to know as well. All right, back to the phones, and uh, we're going to go to who's been sitting there. John in Cleveland has. John, thanks for your patience. You're on the air. Go ahead. Yes, I voluntarily pulled over. Marcy is my witness for flashing the lights, not flashing for. So I might as well make you some disjointed comments. It's a free-for-all, not free-fall. All that I can tell you is one of the founding fathers apparently said, apparently, of course, it's all hearsay anyway. We don't believe in Constitution. So it's a hearsay thing. If we can keep it, it's a fragile republic. Now we have hit a new high. We talk about four-legged horse and horsing around rather than national security. Its name is maximum security. That's where the time is spent to discuss 
And of course, you're going to talk about the Kentucky Derby. That's what you want to talk about on a free for all. No, no, no. We don't. We don't want to talk about national security. We talk about horsing, horsing around. And the other thing, of course, is the other thing is two teams. We didn't know what the umpire says, so we took took them to the court to the NFL. So wonderful new heights we're reaching as citizens. How is that? (laughs) <laughs> well, that sounds fine, my friend, and it is kind of funny. I, I no, I, 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 I do I think to. there I was. I, I do think there was, John. I do think there was a, a time and a place to talk about maximum security after that Kentucky Derby wild thing that happened last Saturday. I have no problem with people talking about maximum security, but to your larger point, yes, we should be focused more on national security, and I think on this program we do a pretty decent job of that. Thank you, my man, uh, Chuck. Next, Maple Heights, AM fourteen twenty. The answer. Hello, Chuck. Go ahead. Good morning, sir. Let me turn my radio down. Listen, I would like to tell you that men, women can never at any time compete in men's sports. We don't see them in minor league baseball, football, soccer, basketball, none. The best can't compete with the average. It's a fact. So why are we going to turn it around and put men in with people that are physically inferior? So these people decided they're going to pull this. I, uh, I am involved in local um, softball. I travel all around and do games all over the place. A girl comes up to me one day and she says, check this out. There is a large man who trans over to be a woman. He's playing in the woman's circuit. Some states will not allow him. Some do. Some don't. Some do. This guy's hitting home runs, crushing the ball. Whatever speed decides to hit the ball down once, and there's a girl pitching, and she ain't ready for it and takes her head off. What do we got which, there? Which, which we have said, the, well, which we have seen happen with men, by the way. Men, male pitchers have, yes, have right. taken one right off so, the so, face. So it doesn't make sense. I don't know why this was even a push to make something better for a few over many. What if it's your daughter, like these girls that were up in Connecticut, trained their whole career, these four girls last year, to be the state champion, four by 100 meter um, relay champs? And right. these other two guys who pretended to be girls, they pretend, and they go over and win the thing. Now they walk around like that. This is disgusting. It's sad. And people want to walk around and say, this is, I wouldn't know how to even look at somebody like that. It's, it's just, it's so sad that this is what we've become. And it's not, we, people need to stand their ground. Remember uh, listen, all this Chuck, stuff I, I, at all these times. I could not agree with you more. I saw the Connecticut story you're talking about. I have seen more than that. There are women who have, uh, women weightlifters who have seen their records smashed. They are kicked out of the, the record books, uh, by males going over there and saying, I feel female. I can't compete against the men. I'll finish 15th, but when I compete against women, I'll be first. Uh, and so that's what they do. Uh, and, and here's the real shame of it all. Because of this embracement of the psychological delusion that is trans rights, um, women's rights are trampled upon. And when women point that out, they get accused of being homophobic, even if they're gay. Martina Navratilova is gay. She's one of the greatest female tennis players of all time, probably before Serena Williams. And maybe right there with Steffi Groff, the greatest female players of all time. Now it's Serena, I think, who has far and away surpassed that, but that's beside the point. The point is, Martina Navratilova is a gay woman, and she has complained about all of these males coming into women's sports and kicking the women out. And she was then attacked by 
her own movement. The LGBTQ movement is saying, how dare you be transphobic? Let these quote-unquote women um, play. And, and what it's doing is taking real women out of play. Wait until you see the first one or two or three or ten or twenty quote-unquote trans women, meaning males, in high school, at schools where there are not boys' volleyball team, and even if they do have a boys' volleyball team, those are pretty rare, but saying, I'm not playing on the boys' team. I feel female. I don't care that I have male genitalia. I don't care that I have testosterone to beat the band. I don't care that I am physically bigger and stronger and superior to women. I feel female because of my psychological uh, delusion, because of my gender dysphoria. So I want to compete on the females' volleyball team. Wait until they sue for that right. They won't even have to sue. They're just going to say, I want to play. And schools who are terrified of the LGBT mafia are going to capitulate and say, yep. And pretty soon, you know what you're going to have? No more, no more volleyball for girls. Boys pretending to be girls will take it over. And they'll rise up with their six-foot frames and their musculature that is uh, so much stronger and, and bigger than women's, and they'll spike the ball down on girls' foreheads, and girls will quit because of it. There's a massive threat to women's rights and girls' rights here, and it's all brought to you by the wokeness of the LGBTQ, XYZ, RQ, exclamation point, uh, dollar sign community. That's what it's about. Uh, let's go to Esther in Cleveland. You're on AM 1420, The Answer. Thanks for waiting, Esther. Go ahead. Oh, thanks. I'm glad that you put the dysphoria together with the stories about the dog man and the alien. It made me think of one of the biggest dramas in the Bible, A King's Confession. We're both relevant because they're not giving God enough credit or honor. It's in the book of Daniel. The whole chapter four, it's kind of long, but it's so dramatic, and it's actually the people drove, when, when the king did not give God enough glory, the people drove him out of the uh, kingdom, and he then lived like cattle. And when his reasoning went back to him, he was restored, and people came to get counsel from him again. Everything was returned to normal when he gave God glory. Well, Esther, I appreciate the phone call. Thanks very much. Uh, um, you know, that's what this is all about. Free for all Friday. If you, uh, whatever you've got to call to, uh, you know, to comment on when you call is, is certainly up to you. And thank you, Esther, for your point of view. Uh, Navy man Norm, call him from Strongsville, AM 1420. The answer. Go ahead, Norm. This insanity is only going to stop, Bob, when the parents rise up in mass and say, either they play by themselves or we play by ourselves by gender and if the parents stood up to the schools and all of these wonderful lgbtqwxyz folks it would put an end to it we're not going to have any female they they can't because when the parents stand up to it they are then shamed as being transphobic uh you know uh uh, bigots hate hateful people etc etc uh and we will not tolerate hate on our on our campus and uh, you know what that's how you feel parents then you should probably find another school that's the, the the problem here well i think well hey you either stand for something bob or you fall for anything and if i was the parent they can call me all the names they want but guess what my Girl, my daughters are not going to participate, period. End of story. And you basically, what I'm saying is some of the parents, especially the fathers, better grow a pair because if, if they don't, <laughs> the is, it, it's going to end. You know, there to me, just this reminds me. given what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, and I'm also speaking about the eunuchs in our uh, rhino party. 
uh, people like Senator Burr, who lets uh, uh, Senator War- uh, Warner lead him around by the nose and that. Uh, I am so fed up, uh, and I can't understand, and, and I know this is off topic, but I cannot understand how Mitch McConnell could permit Senator Burr to, re- to recall uh, Donald Trump Jr. I mean, these rhinos, Bob, I'm not sending a penny to any of their uh, campaigns uh, un- until it's proven that they stand for the same core values that we do. I mean, uh, you know, a pox be upon them. I'm yeah, sorry. I, I, but- think Burr, I think Burr is uh, is not running again. I think he's done in 2022. He's not running again, so he doesn't fear the re-election threat, you know, that sort of thing, and that's why he can do this and capitulate to the left. I don't understand it. You know, he's essentially now he's Blumenthal's plaything. It's, it's ridiculous. But anyway, um, to your other point about, you know, if, uh, fathers, don't let your daughters play. I get it. I'm with you, but that's the sad thing is her girls were like, but, Dad, I want to play. I just want to play against girls. And and you hate to take that away from them. Why should a female soccer player, volleyball player, this that, why should she be, be robbed of the sport that she really enjoys and wants to participate in and compete in and be competitive in? You know, why should she have that taken away from her because of, of this ridiculous mafia movement, the LGBTQ mafia movement, to, to insert boys into that competition? I'm with you. I mean, yeah, dad's got to protect their daughters and you say, I'm not going to let them play, but then it's the daughter that suffers. So that can't be the only option. It's just, it's just not fair, uh, to anybody. Hey, um, you know, it's been my privilege and it continues to be to be in partnership with the Alliance Defending Freedom. I tell you about this all the time. ADF is on the front lines fighting for your freedom. And with that, I want you to listen to Bob Trent as he has more with this week's Freedom Minute. A female student encountered a male in her high school's bathroom but received no help from her school's administration. Hi, I'm Bob Trent, and this is your Freedom Minute. Alexis Lightcap was fearful when she found a male student in her school's bathroom, so she immediately alerted her principal. Rather than helping Alexis, the principal told her that the school had recently changed policies without even notifying parents or other students and opened up locker rooms and restrooms based on each student's self-declared gender. Thanks to your support, Alliance Defending Freedom stepped in to help Alexis and sued her Pennsylvania school district. We have appealed her case all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. We can't sit by and watch as the government takes away our freedoms. When we stand together, we can win. For more information and to help us protect your freedoms, visit yourfreedomfund.org. That's yourfreedomfund.org. Now do you see why I support Alliance Defending Freedom so much? This is what we all must do. And coming up, uh, if you would like to support the Freedom Fund to help defend your freedom and those of people like Alexis um, and provide the resources needed to fight these critical court battles, please call 800-691-8969 and donate. That's 800-691-8969. Or go to the website you just heard Bob Trent talk about, freedomfund.org. Back with a segment of your phone calls after this on AM 1420, The Answer. And four. All right, 1053, a little bit of a longer se- a segment to close the show with. Normally, the final segment of the show is a very, very short one because I can't stop talking long enough to leave us room. Uh, but we do have a little bit of extra time for phone calls. 216-901-0945. April in Lakewood is next. April, go right ahead. Hey, Bob, this is April from Lakewood, your only transgender listener. Ah, from uh, Facebook. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. April, good, uh, good morning. Go right ahead. 
Uh, I just wanted to point out that we're not all uh, crazy. It seems like that's what all your listeners uh, portray us as, and we're not all like that. And I don't like that term, not... April. I don't. I, I would say confused. I would say uh, okay, suffering from a, from a condition of dysphoria, but I, I don't like the word crazy. That would imply something that makes you dangerous, and I don't think that's the case with everyone. Okay, well, dysphoria is real, and I would be in your shoes if I didn't have it myself. And it seems to me that uh, your listeners only see the people that don't benefit from the the help that hormones and things like that can do for some people that it seems like not everybody benefits from. And the bad thing I see with the transgender community is just like what you guys talk about almost every day. It's most of the transgender people I in contact with associate themselves with the left. So they always, everything they, they do is, is with the left. So, well, you're right. Always you're you're, you're right about that. And, and, you know, here's the other thing. And I, and I want to say this, um, directly um a lot of the concerns that the rest of us have with this transgender lifestyle movement toward full normal acceptance etc cetera, etc cetera, doesn't even have to do with the transgender people themselves people like you and by the way I, I give you a lot of credit for acknowledging your dysphoria it is a condition it is reality so thank you for saying that but we're not worried about people like you we're worried about real predators who are not transgender who are not gay who are not anything except predators who use the normalization of this to have access to the dressing rooms and have access to the shelters and have access to all of these places where they can violate women and use the hey i feel like a woman let me in and they have unfettered access to uh to a you know to to a number of victims we are seeing it happen more and more again so a lot of us who are worried about the normalization of the transgender thing it doesn't even have to do a lot with you it has to do with people who use that to then victimize but, other people like but again that's the left hijacking the 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 trans community because transition should be you know it's a transition it takes time it's not something i'm not male today female tomorrow or female later today and male again this evening it's it's a process it takes time <laughs> You have to go through well, these steps to legally change your name and your gender. You, yeah, yeah, you well, yeah, listen, I'm not, I'm not, not going to deny day. any of that. And, mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm rushing through this a little bit, April, because i got to get to some other people on the phone lines. I appreciate your phone call, and I will hope for your continued success. Actually, I will hope for your success and your mental health, your psychological health, your ability to perhaps overcome your dysphoria, because I think that's what people need, and, and that is compassion, pure compassion. Uh, that I'm offering. Joe in Seven Hills. Hi, Joe. You're on the air. Go ahead. Yes, Bob. We are so lucky to have you here in Northeast Ohio. I just wish we had a larger wattage on WHK to go off further with you. Uh, I appreciate you saying that. Thank you. Yeah. Also, I want to compliment you. I heard earlier in the week your daughter is going to be going to Hillsdale. That's terrific. She is indeed. Yeah, this fall she'll be a freshman at Hillsdale. She is so excited. That's a great college. I wish I could influence more younger people to go there, uh, and I support them as as much as I can. Also, you're talking earlier today about mental illness. We have here or or issues with uh, mental health. 
We have here in Cleveland a great organization that is completely free for families and people that need some help. It's a group called NAMI. I don't know if you ever heard of them. Can't say that National I Alliance of Mental Illness. They are a terrific group that they have all kinds of programs, support programs uh, for family members that have uh, 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 friends or relatives that are right. suffering from some of this. And they have programs throughout the community all over Northeast Ohio. Joe, I'm glad to know that, my friend. I appreciate it. Perhaps we can talk more about that another day, but I'm short on time here. I want to give 30 seconds to Paul before we go. Hi, Paul. Go ahead. Uh, what's happening is in our society is the colleges have trapped our young individuals and trained them to be super liberals. And it's almost uh, mandatory that you got to go to college. Everybody thinks you have to do this. And what's happening is follow the money. It's the presidents. It's the schools. They're making extreme... Well, you're, you're right about two things, Paul. You're right. right about two things there. One, you're right. Not everybody has to go to college. They think they do. And number two, you don't have to send them to a super liberal college. Send them to places like Hillsdale, like I'm doing. Thanks for the great time today. We'll talk to you Monday. Bye-bye. Enjoy the silence. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.